When beginning the gradual yet inevitable descent into madness, as all humans do, which emotion retires first from the body? Compassion or empathy? The purpose for weighing these concerns is I fear I am at the fringe of hysteria's gate, being beckoned into its dark chambers, never to be free. At some stage in existence, something within me must have been good. Something must have been honest, considerate, maybe even faithful. At one point, few people may have even loved me, though that's impossible to fathom now. No, not anymore. Everybody is gone, and in a sense, so have I departed this life. Have I ever been here? Was that part of my story just a marvelous dream that could play repeatedly in my mind's eye? Those moments of bliss, pleasure, passion, and pain, were they just concoctions designed to control my thoughts and feelings and keep my actions at bay? Truth is, it doesn't even matter. I am no longer he, and he is no longer me. Not after what I've witnessed or the thoughts I have conjured. Especially not after the things I did. The Little Town of Rainbow Written by Vincent John and performed by Luke Welland, Natalie Lewis and Cornelius Perry Jr. Chapter 1. Things Unseen Are Best Not Believed 1882. Nevada Territory. Mojave Desert. Christmas Eve. Desert winds during summer months were as violent as they were ugly. Swirls made of dirt and sand, fully capable of bringing about cries of agony in any living creature. Desert winds during the bleak, wintry months were closer to the indescribable misery of being skinned alive. Though now, it was no longer unthinkable, for I was stranded in the middle of nowhere, searching for a place I was sure I'd never find. The sheer amount of glacial wind smashing and kicking against my face had cemented one eyelid shut and its counterpart barely able to see. While the fires in my ears told me that between preserving sight or sound, I chose sound and covered each ear with my hands to avoid the brutal noise. Eyes to the mercy of nature are akin to miniature blades piercing each one of your limbs while simultaneously pulling and prodding at the skin. Sight was futile. Every direction was nothing but the black of night and dirt. And even that sight was rapidly diminishing. A second later, my legs gave out from under me, and resembling an infant, I tumbled forward, ramming my right shoulder against a rock. In ignorance, I'd forgotten nature does not give a single damn shred of sympathy. 
For minutes, I just sat there freezing, having had enough of the struggle. Moving was a self-ordered punishment I was not strong enough to bear. Each breath was to commence one's own suffering. As the leading prosecutor to this act of treachery upon myself, I determined there was not a single person on earth more stupid and lazy.